Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to the Graceland Church Podcast. Our mission is to follow Jesus and love our neighbor for the good of the city. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Jessica. That was beautiful, wasn't it? Thank you guys for leading us. It's good to have this crew in the house right here visiting from Florida. What's up, Olivia and Jesse? You ready to come sing? Hey, if I don't know you guys yet, my name's Nathan. Um, honored to be our lead pastor here at Graceland Church. Uh, my wife and I sometimes get to be a part of the worship team about once a month, usually, and we're so honored to get to do that and work with the rest of our awesome team. One of our values here at the church is renewal. You can see it listed on that banner right there. The way we articulate that is God is at work in the world, reconciling all things to himself through the gospel of Jesus. We get to be a part of this renewal project through how we work, how we love our neighbors, how we raise our families, and how we participate in local and global mission. So missions is part of the heart of our church, so much so that we don't believe that we're a church that has a mission. We believe that God has a mission and the church is a part of that. It is what we are entirely about. And the first Sunday of every month, we like to highlight one of our missions partners. And to help set it up, I wanna tell a story about my little daughter, Nessa, that my wife already told a story about this morning, the one who was running away this morning. I also had a moment with her at about 6 a.m. I was leaving my house and she was sitting in the upstairs window of her bedroom with the blinds behind her. I had no idea what she was doing and I was just gonna kiss her and say goodbye. I'll see you at the church soon. And she said, dad, you gotta see this sunrise. I said, really? And she said, dad, make sure when you go downstairs, cause her window overlooks our driveway and, and, and the cars and all that. She said, before you get in your car, look up at me and say hi and let's look at the sunrise. And I was like, all right. So I went downstairs and I love all the awes. It's so, it's so sweet. Can we shed a tear together? I went downstairs, I go out to start getting in my car. And of course there's her, her beloved face up there on the window. And it was a striking sunrise. You 10.30 service know nothing about the sunrise. The 9 a.m. people, they all saw the sunrise. It was gorgeous this morning, particularly bright orange, bright, vibrant pink. And I looked at it and I looked up at her and she just caught my eyes. She was like, dad, hi, look at that. Look at that. And we're like kissing. We're like, bye. I love you. I'll see you. I'll see you at church. And it's so sweet. And it reminded me how built into our very DNA as human beings and as image bearers of the living God, all of us have the desire to share beautiful things with others. Have you noticed that? It's great to see beautiful things, but it's not as great if you're not with someone that you love. You want to share it. You wanna lock eyes and enjoy this together. And that's also true of the challenging things in life. That same little girl, oftentimes, if we're going by someone who's on the street, someone who's homeless, someone who's asking for money, all of our kids have done this over the years, as yours have probably as well, ask what's going on, how can we help them, what do they need? And there's something in her that not only wants to share the beauty, but wants to share the challenges she sees around the world with her father. And we share in that together. And I just believe that part of the invitation from our heavenly father, we being his daughters and his sons, is to share in the beauty of this world and to also share in the work that he is doing in this world. The challenges, like the value of renewal, God has promises about this world things that he is going to do, promises in his word. Scripture is clear, God so loved the world. He loves every person out there and he invites us to not only share in the wonders, but to share in the work 
And if you're looking for meaningful existence and purpose in your life, this is the invitation. And we're gonna highlight one of our partners that does this work. You might've heard of the Gideons. They're the ones who put Bibles in almost every hotel room you've ever been in. How, how many of you have ever looked at one of those Bibles? I have. They have remarkable stories from all over the world of places where they have put scripture. And another wonderful thing about Gideons is they, they unify the church at large. All different tribes, all different denominations and backgrounds work together because the word of God is powerful and active. And it makes a difference when people get it in their hands. One of our incredible leaders, Jim Bozeman, right here, looking very dapper this morning, I might say, and Victor Legner, his, uh, his pal, who, not quite as dapper, but pretty good, Victor. I can say that about Victor. <laughs> it's a public battle. Um, they've served with Gideons for many years and have placed Bibles all over the world and have been a part of raising money, and we have partnered with them. Jim serves on our transitional board. Jim works at Lifeway, he does information technology work, and he's a man after God's own heart. He takes the mission of God very seriously. He's gonna sh come share a Gideon report with us. So let's give him a hand as he comes. Thank you, Jim. Easier the second time than it was the first time. You don't understand about being old yet. I don't know how long it took them in the first service, so I wanted to be sure. I didn't know how long it took in the first service, so I'm going to time myself. Cease, desist, stop it. This was the mantra of our year 2020. The world was coming to a stop. Even the Gideons International had pretty much canceled, halted all of their activities around the world. Even our gatherings together had been halted. And we weren't coming together. As this thing called Zoom became the new method for coming together. But God did not halt. God did not cease. God did not stop. And especially His Word. The Gideons International is an association of Christian business and professional men with their wives from evangelical, Protestant, and assembly churches all over the world coming together to provide a witness and God's word to a lost and dying world. We give out, we place the Bibles in hotels and motels, doctor's offices. We give them out to, and also we have a special testament for the hospitals. We give out the testaments to the students, whether in fifth through 12th grade, college. We distribute them to nurses, medical personnel, we give them to military, frontliners, providing God's word in places of need. So much so that we claim this verse, Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that which I please and prosper in the thing whereto I have sent it. God's word does not return void. As a seven-year-old boy, Furman lived with his mother, a one-year-old brother, and his mother's boyfriend in a hostile situation. Due to some unseen, unfortunate circumstances, their house was broken into. Furman and his younger brother's belongings were stolen and sold. Yet he never lost hope. Furman recalls, 
I remember a few months after this, some men from a church nearby came to our house and shared the gospel with my mom. At the same time, his mom went to work in a garbage dump, collecting everything she could to provide for the family. A little bit of a caveat. This isn't your normal garbage dump. As I was talking to Ducky, if you know Ducky a little earlier, this garbage dump has passed through it where the garbage is stacked 40 to 60 feet high. And you're walking through it and all you see is the garbage piled on top of it. It's not a landfill. It's a garbage dump. In 1989, I had the privilege of going to Mexico City with the Gideons to distribute and place God's Word throughout that city. On my departure, I was able to visit with a missionary who took me to the garbage dump to see what was going on there, to see how people lived and what was happening. You can't imagine, unless you've been there, what it's like. And the stench didn't just smell bad, it burnt your nostrils. They had a neighbor that made a, a jackal, that's a home, made out of tree poles and palm leaves, and that was their new home. One day, his mom found some testaments from the Gideons in the trash. Soon they learned about the Lord and dependence on Him. For Furman, he understood the plan of salvation and gave his life to Jesus Christ. Furman says, From this testament, I learned biblical texts beginning with the help in time of need section. If you've ever seen a Gideon Testament, a Gideon Bible in the front, it has a section, Where to Find Help in Time of Need. My heart was comforted, and I found guidance, he says, with different life issues, including how to deal with anxiety. These scriptures changed my life and my family. Furman even used what he had learned from the Testament to help him with evangelism. How about that, a young boy evangelizing? His mother became a Christian a few years later. God provided a stable job for her at a hotel, where she later became a cook, and the family was able to actually purchase a home. Furman is eternally grateful for God's word in the Gideons. As he says, that testament from the Gideons came into my hands and changed my life and my destiny. The work of the Gideons, the work that the Gideons do is precious, he says. This is not our usual distribution. We don't go to garbage dump and throw testaments out hoping somebody's going through it and find them. That's not our normal way. But what does happen? People throw them away. Even in the trash, God's Word does not return void. He gets it into another's hand, and through that, people are brought into the kingdom. And lives and destinies are changed. God's Word is active in Russia. When Sergei was in his last year of school, the Gideons came and presented the students with testaments and shared the gospel. At first, Sergei was excited about his gift, but he started reading it, and it just didn't speak to him. He didn't get anything out of it, but he kept the testament. Next, Sergei entered into military service where he faced many difficulties. It was in those trying moments that he began reading the testament again. Sergei noticed a difference in his life when he turned to God. As he continued to read the Testament, the Lord delivered him from these trials and tribulations, and Sergei committed his life to Christ. He continued to face further difficulties and disappointments after leaving the military service. During that period, 
He even struggled with alcohol addiction. Still, in his guilt and shame, the Lord was always with Sergei, forgiving him and washing him with grace. Sergei was led to a local church through God's mercy, and he was able to begin studying at a university. Today, Sergei is a teacher and a city counselor. Most important, Sergei is a growing Christian who lives for God. He just recently joined the Gideons. How appropriate. Because of a testament, you come into the kingdom, and when you become available, you go back to where that testament comes from. Even the pandemic could not stop God's word. We talked about it. Sis, desist, stop. But God's word doesn't stop. Fernando, he's in the Valle de los Chiles camp in Ecuador. Serves as a colonel in the military. He and other camp members recently had the privilege of serving frontline workers through a scripture distribution that impacted the ministry. Fernando shares this tidbit. During the worldwide pandemic, Ecuador entered total confinement in March 2020. The most impacted city was Guayaquil, where people died in, in their own homes and on the streets. Can you imagine? Almost sounds like it was in England during the Black Death, doesn't it? In these circumstances, the armed forces became the frontline champions, fulfilling several activities, including maintaining control of order, enforcing restrictions of a curfew, distributing food kits to the low-income population. While this was happening in Guayaquil, the Lord began opening doors throughout different branches of the military. Members of the Valle de los Chiles camp initially coordinated with the military authorities in the province of Loja. God used a commander in the military at a great, as a great effort in these efforts. The military officer said, I'm a Gideon, I'm a Christian, and I have come to know the Gideons from church presentations like this. Never, therefore, I am at your command to support and coordinate the distribution of God's word. God's grace and mercy stirred the hearts of the Christian military men in cooperation with the work of the Gideons and that testaments could go into the hands open to receive them amid the fear generated by the pandemic. Members from several camps across Ecuador came together, fulfilling the delivery and distribution of testaments to frontline workers during a challenging time. Praise God for these open doors that enable the distribution of scriptures and the strengthening of camps in Ecuador. God reopens closed doors for his word. As a glimpse of normalcy are starting to return for people around the world, doors begin to open. In March of this year, the Gideons and Auxiliary of Kenya were given permission by the government authorities and the administration of the Gideons International to proceed with a postponed scripture blitz in Kenya, originally scheduled for March 2020, but this time only to the schools. Only with a sense of excitement that there was a sense of urgency to reach 
their local Jerusalem, as stated in Acts 1.8. There was much planning to be done. New regulations were in place. They couldn't, this time they could not go room by room, as had in the past. Masks were required. Had to thoroughly cleanse and sanitize their hands. Yes, things were different. But that wasn't the real difference. Schools of a different faith who had in the past not allowed the testament for a distribution were now open for their students to receive these testaments. Praise God. This is the result. Over 160,000 students were impacted with the gospel by 40 Gideons and 18 auxiliary in two weeks. You can only say, by the grace of God. And folks, this cannot happen by me alone, or Victor, or the Gideons. It happens with you. You, the church. As I come this morning, I ask you for four things. Number one, prayer. And my plea is please, please put the ministry of the Gideons International on your prayer list as they face many challenges in getting the word and giving a testimony. For men and women, we need help to continue this ministry. We offer you an experience that only God can provide. For example, join one of our fellow Gideons on a Friday or Saturday nights on the streets of Franklin witnessing to passers-by. I've had the opportunity to join him, and it is exciting. His statement, you cannot buy excitement like this. That night, as I was with him, five or six people accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior, praying the sinner's prayer. Three young Catholic boys and a couple from India dressed to a T stopped and prayed the sinner's prayer. There was one other, but I can't remember much about the other person, but I do remember there was another. As for what we do here, our two camps in Williamson County, the North and South Camp, had a booth at the county fair distributing to students from the 5th through the 12th grade. Not only just those, sometimes we had adults coming up asking if they could have one, and of course we're not going to return them away. During that time, we distributed 1,100 testaments. That's Williamson County. Amen. I had the occasion with a professing young gay man. There was another booth handing out tracts and told him he needed to read Romans 1 when he shared with him that he was gay. So when he saw the testaments we were giving out, he stopped by and picked up one to read Romans 1. I watched him for a few seconds, and then I went over and asked him if there was something I could help him with. And he shared about his homosexuality. I told him that the three most important words in the world for all people were in the back of that book. God loves you. We talked for a minute, and as he was leaving, he handed the testament back to me. I encouraged him to take it with him. And he said, what could it hurt? 
I said, yeah, what could it hurt? I know that God's word does not return void. Another opportunity we have coming up pretty soon is that we will be distributing to the students of Columbia State Community College in Franklin, out on Liberty Pike, and be having the opportunity to share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. The third thing we ask, Gideon cards. There's a rack where you can provide a witness and testimony to a receiver by giving scriptures placed or distributed in a loved one's memory or in recognition of a special event. They're nice cards. Hallmark wish they had them. In memory. You can give that. You, the card is free. And you can purchase as many scriptures as you want, even one for five bucks, and you'll pay more than that for a Hallmark card. I don't hope there's no Hallmark people here or listening on land. But uh, in memory, they've got some beautiful cards that we have here. Lovely cards. The card goes to the recipient saying, these have been placed in memory of your loved one, just like it says in Hebrews 11, 4, about Abel being dead yet he speaketh. That means their testimony in life is now their testimony in death. Maybe it's a special event. Maybe it's a wedding. Maybe it's a new child. Maybe, maybe it's uh, different things like this that you can share and say in recognition of and give thanks for that. And it could be a situation where when you purchase that Bible, it ends up in a motel room. I call this Three Men in a Bible. I guess there was a movie called Three Men and a Baby. Well, this is Three Men in a Bible. Three men, back in October 2020, three men stood below the morning sky, admiring the beauty of it. And the first strong believe, the first one was a strong believer and said to the other, God's creation is a wonderful thing. He truly did not make any mistakes. The second man agreed. A third man stood off to the side hearing the conversation and wanting to engage, but he was paralyzed with fear. He didn't know much about God. Later, the three men were discussing how to persevere through this pandemic time and hard times. The first two men claimed the Lord as their source of strength. The third did not know how to respond, but he wanted to learn more. The other two directed him to Scripture, encouraging him to read through a few verses for himself. The three men departed for work, and in the evening, the first man received a text. It was his lost friend saying, I looked up the Scriptures we were talking about earlier in my hotel room Bible. Thank you, friend. This is a good word. I am now learning the way of the Lord. The last, as I told the first service, I'm not interested in your money, but I am interested in scriptures to go worldwide. I ask you this morning, purchase scriptures. Purchase those scriptures. You may not be able to get to Ecuador, Mexico, Russia, or Kenya, but you can provide the scriptures for the Gideons and auxiliaries of other lands to give out to people in their own country. And to share the gospel. Oh yeah, one other note. The Gideons have developed, we're in the digital age now. The Gideons have developed a Bible app. Not surprising, huh? However, this. 
That Bible app can be downloaded onto your smartphone. Go to the App Store for Apple or to the Play Store for the Android. Look up, search for Gideon Bible app, download it. When you get it and it's installed, there are over 1,200 languages that the Scripture is in. I bet you didn't know there was that many languages in the world. Many of them are audio, which means you can have it read to you in that language. And it's a great witnessing tool because you may be witnessing to someone that you may not speak the language very well. You can turn and press John 3.16 and let them listen to it in their own native language. And I'd like to, before the final close, lift up a word of prayer for you and for this ministry and for your hearts this morning. Father God, as we come before you, we give thanks for what you have done in each of our lives. We thank you for Jesus Christ, our Savior. We thank you, God, that he sits at your right hand and that he is our mediator and our interceptor, interceder, and also our high priest. We give thanks for this church. I thank you for the many years I've been here to be able to participate and be a part of the ministry that this church has. And I pray for the future of where you're taking it. God, that you will guide and direct it and keep your hand upon it in all facets throughout. And I pray for each member of this. God, that there's a special blessing upon each one. We pray for blessings in all facets of our life. And their lives too. God, we pray for those that are listening by internet this morning. We ask you, dear God, that a blessing upon them. And as they listen, maybe the words spoken this morning may stir within them and in their heart to know and understand who Jesus Christ our Savior is. And I do pray for this ministry called the Gideons International that you raised up over 123 years ago. And you're still blessing. Even when a pandemic, God, has tried to stop it, you've not let it happen. You've kept it going. You've blessed it. And we look for days ahead of bringing many into your kingdom because of this ministry. And and we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pastor, if you'll come and tell them how they can purchase those scriptures. Hey, you got to give it back at some point, Jim. Let's give Jim a hand. That was awesome. Uh, Before we share about the giving options and we're going to take communion, uh, I wanted to just emphasize one thing, and that is when we talk about Scripture, we're not as much emphasizing the the pages and the words written on it, but we learn as we follow Jesus that it's the living Word of God that He speaks through His Scripture. So when we talk about someone finding a New Testament in the trash can uh, and meeting the Lord through it, it's because God encounters with people through his word. If I interviewed everyone in this room that has an encounter with the living God, it's connected to his word in some way, something about his truth, something that he would speak to you. So we are, we are putting the, the life of God, the living word out into the world as much as possible, both digitally and with hard copies. And that's just something that is worth our resources. It's a meaningful way 
to give. Um, we've given a little over 40,000 this year so far to our missions partners. We're gonna continue to give for the rest of the year. This offering will be open for the next couple of weeks. Give through any of our giving options and just put the memo Bible and 100% of that offering will go towards Bibles through Gideon. Here's the options online. There's a memo where you can put Bible in there. You can mail a check, just make the note Bible. There's giving station in the back, which Heather mentioned earlier. There's a welcome table out there that has a black box on it. And you can take one of these. You can just put cash in it, but I would recommend so that we have your, a record of your giving. Use one of these and put cash in it. You can do credit card with this or check with this memo Bible. Um, and then you can also text that number there if you'd like, and it'll bring you to our online giving. Jim, thank you for sharing that. And Victor, thank you for your service and for the Gideons. We pray God's continued blessing on that work. I even think of hotel rooms. People in hotel rooms, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in hotel rooms, let's put it that way. And it's awesome to put the word of God there. We think it's just a magic trick. The, the hotel companies don't pay for that. You realize that, right? That's people that had a vision for it and sacrifice for it and, and give to make that possible. So um, before we close, you can do that offering now. You can do it as we worship here to close and we're gonna share communion together. So our recovery minister, Heather, is gonna come. Read this benediction over you today and we'll be dismissed. May God rejoice over you with gladness. May Christ Jesus renew you in his love and may the Holy Spirit give you peace beyond understanding to guard your hearts and minds in Christ. We go in peace to love and serve the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. We love you, church. Have a great week. Yeah.